Hello, everybody. This is uh, Russell. And this is Eric. And uh, in this podcast, Iranian American, we are trying to explore different topics with two different point of view. Yes, and we're always here to really get in depth about things and talk about different things and kind of get your guys's interest. You know what I mean? And I think that's very important for us uh, with this podcast. It's not necessarily an educational thing, but it's more of just a conversation. So yeah. we're, we're looking here and we're, we want to talk. We want engagement. And you guys uh, always feel free to leave comments and, and don't forget to subscribe to our channel. First podcast, um, expectations, none, uh, topics, anything. Uh, we kind of just go with the flow. I think that's important. Yeah. <laughs> I think too, too many times uh, people, uh, the expectations nowadays with... Uh, society uh you, you can't be free and the creativity is very low and you can see that uh within the music industry you can see it within the movie industry yeah where we're, we're going back and we're having to pick things out from the from the past and kind yeah. of redo things yeah so that kind of shows you we're at, we're at a really weird yeah. spot right now with creativity you know? yeah yeah and I so agree. like podcasts to me uh, is the real news now. People are moving towards podcasts because um, the censorship that you kind of see with like CNN, ABC, MSB, NBC, you know, uh, a lot of those, it's a lot of censorship. Yeah. And and unfortunately, what I see, and I don't know about what you think, because this is probably where where your your side comes in. And, um. Yeah, I mean, part of it is that. Well, I, exactly. I was just saying where you come in is that hmm? when the state gets involved with media, you kind of seen that in Iran, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I totally right. I mean, part of it is um, censorship and stuff like that, or having an agenda or something in mind and creating the content. Part of it is that, and part of it is. And part of it is people not forgiven, you know, like they're not forgiving each other, especially uh, in a podcast, we are not going off a script. It's not like I'm reading certain sentences and you read after me, it's your turn, it's my turn. You just, us and a lot of others out there, they just talk, you know, and things will slip, you know, like you might say something and no matter how you say it, I'm from Iran originally, no matter what I say and how I say it, I know half of Iranians won't like it. Right. And we are kind of used to that, you know, division for years now. Either you're with government or you're against it. And, uh, you know, like whatever you say, no matter how you say it, I'm sure that someone will get offended. Right. But in podcasts, you know, you have that. I mean, people are, I feel like people are looking for that traditional just talking, you know, just discussing things, having different opinions, still talk to each other, you know, and, get somewhere people still want to get there and you're right i mean you don't see that on media part of it is they have five minutes and then they're like five six people talking over each other they want to say the most outrageous things you know to pop out and in podcasts you have like time and you don't ha you're not restricted nobody's funding you nobody's telling you how to do it when to do it you know what to say what not to say all of that and you just freely say whatever you want to and uh you know, put it out there. 
that's that's yeah. the main difference that's that's important yeah. and and by the way if you look at it uh people are not listening to understand they're listening to talk and for me i i, I grew up in a small town by the way um here in the u.s and in, in in oklahoma a very small town of only a few people right and everybody knew everybody uh and it, it's you're kind of when you when you grow up in the country and you grow up like in a small town you you uh it's like you're you're in a, on an island all alone uh away from the world away yeah. from the world because yeah. you're in the country and we kind of have your own your culture in the country it's pretty much like very free yeah you know you wake up you can have a, a long walk down the road there's not a lot of people um you build bonfires different things um for my family we you know we come from a, a christian background but we weren't really like really avid church goers you know yeah, yeah um but we we understood and and the kids you know all of us we understood you know um when we prayed to jesus you know jesus christ and and kind of followed that mentality so what about you no i totally different i grew up in um in iran and that's 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 the name of the podcast by the way iranian american is basically i can i don't i don't believe to be honest i don't believe in iranian american i consider myself american i picked the title iranian because i know i want people to know that there is a there is a, something related to being iranian in this podcast i am originally from iran and um I think this is this is going to be an interesting podcast uh, because I grew up in a big city in, in Tehran, which is the capital of Iran, and uh, the world, the the way that I look at the world, it's totally different. It's totally different than how Eric looks at it. You know, I grew up in a Muslim family in a Muslim country in a Muslim school. You know, like Islamic school, yeah, and yeah. everything was basically. Uh, dictated to fit in a certain you know frame and you couldn't get out of it and uh, i always uh, you know dreamed about i mean as soon as i understood there is a world beyond my country i always especially hollywood movies the music the rock music back then which it was like drugs like getting getting hands hands on those music was tough uh, it was it was tough to get hand, uh, get hands on those music um I was getting those, listening to them, and I always dreamed about living in this country. And thank God this become true a few years ago, and now I'm a citizen. And as I said, I consider myself American, but it, it has been totally different. For me, I lived as a Muslim, and I considered myself a devout Muslim. I knew the scripture, I knew Quran, and even uh, memorized parts of it in Arabic by heart, I could say without reading it. And I understood it pretty well. And uh, then back in 2006, I become Christian and, you know, due to that and a bunch of other stuff, I had to leave Iran and I end up in, in this country, in this beautiful, amazing country, USA. And Indeed. I'm so proud of it. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. But it was to totally different. <laughs> I grew up in a big city and uh, I kind of envy, I see my kids here, uh, you know, we are, we are in Oklahoma right now. I see my kids, uh, you know go to playgrounds and stuff a bunch of you know everything is green a lot of trees so, you know th there is that feeling that you're closer 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 to nature but for me it wasn't like that in tehran if you look up their pictures and google you're gonna see it's totally different it's like just bricks 
and you know concrete and asphalt it's just wow. like a city like wow. a metropolitan big, big city a lot of pollution a lot of cars you know it was totally different experience for me growing up you know in, in iran than compared to what you experienced here and i think that would be interesting to you know look at things from different views like different viewpoints or different yeah. angles let's say yeah yeah and one thing that really captures me about the persian culture right is um everybody it's family oriented yeah everybody sticks together yeah, yeah, yeah. It's family yeah it's not so much like that here per se i think more we are feel like a bigger family right as a yeah. country yeah it's not more like uh, uh, a close-knit family not all I, I don't see it really often especially yeah. nowadays with social media things uh people are more uh separated and just doing their own thing and they just mind their own business yeah that's that's kind of the american way mind your own business do your own thing follow your dreams yeah uh sky's the limit yeah but whenever something that's important that, that was important to learn about the persian culture is that um Everybody sticks together, yeah. and, and it's it's all about family, right? Yeah, it's it's different. It's totally different. You're right. And, I mean, by the way, that is kind of changing right now these days. It's changing in Iran. People are not exactly following the same culture that they used to. But in right. general, there is that, you know, you know, as you said, like people stick together, families. Like, for example, if you are a guy, it's totally fine and okay to see a, you know, 25, 32 years old guy living with his mom. It's not like, you know, that guy is not going to be a weirdo in town. Everybody is fine with it. You know, it's acceptable. Right. Especially if you're a girl, you definitely will stay with your family uh, for as long as you, you know, get married. At least that was the case when I was in Iran 10 years ago. And uh, it was totally normal, like, to see, like, a 30-year-old girl still living with their parents and, and wow. you know, it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's I, I, that is one of the main differences I've seen here. Like, people, it's like, I remember I was talking, um, I was working at Geek Squad, I was talking to my friends, and one of them were, like, so embarrassed that he's still with his family. And he was, like, 24 years old. I was like, dude, calm down. I've, it was the same for me. And I know... 30 some years old, you know, still with their parents in yeah. Iran, just totally fine. But but he was saying it in a way that he was feeling that his parents are not even okay with it. They want to push him out. I'm not saying that is a good thing or a bad thing per se. I'm just saying that's that's a different. Yeah, I've seen that different. You know, like that is that is one example of, you know, families stick together and, you know, I'll be together. Yeah, that's one example that I can. That's that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because here, you know, we kind of it's ingrained in our culture that at eighteen you're out. Yeah, like you're out on your own. You gotta you gotta go. Yeah, if exactly. Not, if you're not out on your own by eighteen, uh, maybe you're in you. college. So that yeah. that'll buy you a little time in in the culture in the society. Yeah. When you if you're living with your parents uh, at twenty one, but you say, hey, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm in college. We, you kind of get a pass. You kind of yeah. get a pass. But if you're not in college and you still live with your parents, There's then we wrong. ask other yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's other questions to ask. Like, uh, hmm, other things come to mind. So, yeah, I, I find that fascinating. And another thing that I love about the Persian culture, and I keep bringing it up because the food. Yeah, the food is the food fantastic. Is part of it, yeah. I mean, it, you know, and a lot of people, you'll watch a lot of travel shows. You'll watch a lot of uh, uh, bloggers, and you know, they all like to travel to Iran to enjoy enjoy that culture of food. I yeah. mean, it's, yeah. it's great, man. I like Persian food, but I like American portions better. 
like okay. when i got here <laughs> whatever they serve you it's like in big plate you know filled right. with stuff but but yeah food is food is big food is very big and it's it's um th that's another thing like i remember uh growing up food was something that uh families uh you know like midwives they were bragging about how they do it it's you know you know it, it's it's tasting uh, the way it should be everything is you know uh precise and that was a big thing like when you invite someone over you want to serve them good food right. and and that's that's another thing like i've noticed this is this was one of the main things always they were inviting each other over for food and uh they would go above and beyond like i, I wasn't comfortable like with my uh, for example, my uncle was inviting me over. I wasn't comfortable because I knew uh, his wife will go ahead and cook me, you know, two, three different kind of foods. Wow. And there will be a big table just for right. like one person sitting there, a lot of food. And I knew she would spend like hours to put that together, you know, like, and that was something that they enjoyed, you know, they were proud of it. That's, that's another difference I've noticed, you know, and that, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't been here, and whatever I say, I might be wrong in some cases, but just an example, I remember once a friend of mine invited me over uh, for, I think it was Thanksgiving or something, and they had a big table and everything, but uh, beside that, in general, when, I, when other times I was going to, like, like that Thanksgiving table is normal. When you invite someone you see that kind of table in front of you, you know, that that's, kind of, that's the, the good that's, part. There. Yeah. The yeah. variety, the, all right. the food, it's not just one, one time a year when you oh, yeah. get together as a family, you see a lot of that, you know, uh, there. And, and another time I was going to, uh, just casually going to a friend's house. They invited us over, um, for an evening. And, and, uh, I was asking, for example, uh, where can I get water? And this this guy would sit on the couch, showing me the kitchen. Said, "Hey, the kitchen is over there. You can uh, grab a cup from there and get some get some water for yourself, which is awesome. Which I love it. I'm not yeah. not against it. Totally but, different, though. But that's not normal, you know. Right. Like totally different. Yeah, like they go ahead and oh, okay, you want water? Do you want something else? Like it's oh, like yeah. that. I mean, which, which, to be honest, to be honest, that ma that made me feel uncomfortable. I I prefer. To go somewhere and they're like, you know, sitting around and say, dude, you help do you. Yourself, you right? Help yourself, I, I, I prefer <laughs> that fridge. to be honest, you know. Yeah. But yeah, food and and things around it is definitely definitely there. Yeah, it, you know, it was a culture there. The, the culture is beautiful, and I kind of I kind of think about it like, uh, uh, see, I'm 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 part Native American, Manchi. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of pride with that piece. I'm the, I'm only an eighth. I'm not much. Yeah. But my you know, so my mom was uh, a fourth. My grandmother's half, right? Mm -hmm. So it goes down like that. I, I think that's the way it works, okay? Mm -hmm. So you guys can correct me. But anyway, I'm an eighth Comanche, and the culture with the Native Americans is very beautiful. Yeah. It's deep. It it's is. It's deeper than anything you could imagine, because you think about all the things that they've been through mm -hmm. uh, since the 1800s. Yeah. Well, you think about like the 1700s, they're fighting each other, and then 1800s come around, and then they're dealing with, you know, the, the other new race that comes in, right? Yeah, yeah. The white man is what they say. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way. That's, that's in the culture. Yeah. But they still celebrate, and they still do things like they did back then. Mm -hmm. 
which is beautiful because they yeah. carried that on. And, and so when we're talking about food, I, that's one thing that comes to mind. It's not, it, it isn't uh, like uh, the hospitality isn't like the Persian culture. Yeah. So the Comanche culture is more, um, yes, it's family oriented, but you know, we'll have the get togethers every now and then. Yeah. And then it's big. Yeah. Right. So it's not more, it's less often, but it's still kind of like yeah. the same. So you yeah. walk in and it's usually the elders, you know, it's funny though. It's usually the elders, uh, women that yeah. will cook. Yeah. They're the ones it's usually not the young ones. Yeah. So, uh, it's a little bit different there that you would go to grandma's or great grandma's house. Yeah. That, and that's similar. Down. Yeah. Yeah. That's similar. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. And, and, and it's, uh, the, the food is big portion, but, mm -hmm. but a lot of it, um, it, when you look at the history of it, you, you'll kind of understand a little bit more, but yeah. I think for, for native Americans, it, it, they're misunderstood a lot, misunderstood and they're strong people. They're the yeah. strongest people I've ever, I've ever encountered because they, the resilience. Yeah. Right? And if you kind of look at, um, you know, uh, if you look at the, the Persian culture and what they've been through, right. And, and you, kind of see what they've been through and the transitions. Yeah. I can kind of tie it back uh, to like the Native Americans on what they've been through. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it was rough. Mm -hmm. There's really not a lot of comparisons, but if I look at it, I say the resilience is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Native Americans right now for like the Comanche culture, mm -hmm. the Comanche nation, there's uh, about 18,000 left. That's it. Wow. 18,000. I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's 18,000 left. They're all over the, you know, and uh, they're mainly focused here in Oklahoma. Like this is the reservation for them, right? Wow. They were driven out of, out of Texas. Uh, they used to go to Texas and they, and they, they would, uh, back in the day, right? They would go to Texas and they would uh, stir things up and kill uh, and, and they would fight the, the Texas Rangers. Mm -hmm. But the, the story is beautiful. And, and it's just like, uh, it's, I think it's misunderstood. I think it's misunderstood by the way that um, they're, they're just people that try to survive. They're mm -hmm. all about survival mm -hmm. more than anything. It's all about survival. They still have that survival mentality more than building, building something big, right? You don't see the skyscraper. Maybe you do see the big casinos, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. more about survival. Yeah. And I don't know much. Unfortunately, I don't know much about, you know, them. and. Uh, Indians, but I didn't know you said eighteen thousand Comanche left. Yeah, is that is that just, uh, just this tribe, or like like in general, you know, this it's is just one tribe. Tri okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Because you have the the Kiowas, you have the uh, Apaches mm -hmm. who have a lot more. You have uh, the Navajo, you have the mm -hmm. Sioux, and you have there, there's quite a few, and I don't know how many there is, but there there's a ton of tribes. And the interesting thing about the tribes. Is that they all speak different language? Yeah. Wow. What yeah. a what a beautiful thing. Yeah. How they came up with their own language and see, well, like the Comanches were really good. With, they were horsemen. They they were really good at horses. That's how they yeah. fought all their battles was through yeah. on on horseback. And, and so they're the white man. It's just I'm I'm calling it that because that's the way it's portrayed. Okay. Just in the books, you can read the books. You can read the history. But the settlers, so let's say the settlers couldn't understand how to fight the Comanches yeah. because they were so good on horseback. And so they would try to put the musket, they'd get the musket, they would fire a shot, they would miss, they would try to uh, put another bullet in, right? And, and mm -hmm. they had to use that 
the long, uh, what do you call it? Like a stick or whatever to, yeah. to push it in. And by that time, the Comanches were so good, they they would already, you know, spit out four or five arrows, bah, bah, wow. Bah, wow. right on on horseback. Yeah. And so they, uh, uh, I think it was the revolver. Yeah. Well, that's when they came to, to, to be that they, they made the revolver so they can fight the Comanches. Wow. The Comanches were savages. They, they were feared. And they were uh, extraordinary fighters. But that's one thing that would set them apart from all the other tribes. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing that was interesting is that they followed, a lot of them followed the herds of the, the buffalo. There, were, there was like, I don't know, there, you would see there's two, three, four, five mile long herds of buffalo. And they would follow the buffalo. And that's how they would clothe the people. That's how they would eat. Anyway. I just yeah, that's that's a rich culture man yeah yeah it's very interesting uh there are similarities but the part that was interesting to me was the languages so you said they speak different language or it's like dialect or they understand each other to an extent or it's totally different totally different wow i didn't know that dude i was like maybe yeah. they speak all you know same language same maybe different accent a little bit of dialect but Right. Different language altogether. Different that's language. fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they used them uh, in the World War for the code talkers. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. And, and so nobody could decipher. They, they could not. <laughs> yeah. They could not decode they could. it. <laughs> yeah. It's the most, awesome. the hardest language. But, but let me just say, Farsi is up there with the top hardest language. Did you know that? It is. I mean, I like English better. My English is not good. I've only been here for seven years. I'm trying. Uh, I have accent, obviously. They can say, they can tell uh, that you know say that I have accent, and uh, sometimes I'm struggling, you know, to turn my thoughts to words. It's sometimes my vocabulary is not that rich, so I'm looking for some words, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, I, now that I know English and I know Farsi, I would say English is uh, easier. Uh, it's different, totally different. The 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 whole uh, uh, basically instruction of it is is different. Like the noun where it right. you know places itself and the orders, all of that is different. And um, that is you know that. But it's still, if I compare it to Farsi or Persian, I would say English is a bit easier. The only challenge, the, the biggest challenge for me, to be honest, when I started learning English, was. Uh, she and he okay because we don't have she and he or in farsi everything is it mm-hmm. like eric is coming it's generalized yeah like you know that guy or you know it is coming meaning he is coming or she for she is coming they say it is coming to like in in words when you speak you know they, they speak you say it like that when you want to write it there is one word for she and he, which is u, and okay. there is another word for things. Wow. But in day-to-day speak, you never, you know, separate them. Like right. when we say, hey, for example, I want to tell my wife, uh, you're coming to her house. I'm like, hey, Eric is coming. Uh, you know, it's bringing wine too, you know. I refer to you as a thing. Yeah. Right. And that was a bit of challenge. And nowadays, it's getting even more challenging because, <laughs> you know, because I notice people get very, like, that's one of the things I see from, my, uh, you know, happening in, in Iranian kids. The other day, I heard, heard this kid uh, in the school got in trouble because 
uh, she was calling her teacher he and poor kid you know like it, it's in a transition of you know <laughs> right. learning english and she and he was so confusing you know from for my kids too like some it was a bit confusing for them to translate she and he to farsi because all of it is it you know right but but yeah that was that was a challenge but in general i would say yeah english is easier uh, easier and i like it you know i well, like the I, way i was kind of just scaling it uh, and i think i was reading today uh scaling it on on the the toughest languages yeah world. yeah now i don't know the placement now i don't remember but it was up there yeah it's some of the it's the complex hardest. persian is complex and it's rich because there are you know like there are um centuries old thousand years old poems That's and stuff you know which uh, we were studying him in a school and it's like, it was the way that they were writing it was different. We could still understand it, but a lot of words, a lot of things has changed, you know, over the, over the, you know, decades and centuries, you know, but in general, because, uh, poem is a big thing. You, you can find a lot of, you know, good poems in, um, ancient Persian, you know, uh, writings, that's that's one of the things that make it so rich and I guess make it so rich and you know complex because because yeah. for writing a poem they would break and uh, you know stir up the whole order of the language to make it sound poetic and you know prettier mm. and that would that would make it you know even more complex. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah. Th- I can see, I can see Persian being a com- complex. I can see they have a huge vocabulary, a lot of you know, like right. for example, we have, uh, for example, for faith, believe, uh, we have you know few words that you can use them instead of this one word. Does that make sense? It's deeper. Yeah, there's a deeper meaning. Yeah, like that's one thing. Another thing is, let's say, for example, uh, there are times that you can use. You can replace a word in a sentence with similar words. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. We have a lot of that. You know, like, let's say... I say, though, you get, like, Persians use a lot of endearment. What does that like, mean? Like, you have like, to explain that to me. <laughs> like, like, caring. Uh, caring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like you... Uh, I've noticed a little bit, right? I don't know. The, I'm not really good with the language, but, but more of, like... Yeah, love, yeah, and and, and love, the way they speak, you know what I mean, endearment, yeah. love, caring. Yeah, and the uh, way they talk is so soft. Yeah, that's what, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, I uh, it's so st- they speak very softly. I lived in Turkey right after Iran. I moved to Turkey for three years. I was there, and I know no Turkish. I know I can understand it. I can talk Turkish. And one of the things that they were making fun of us was our language because they were making fun. They were like. Uh, I remember this uh, this friend of ours was saying, "You you you guys are Persian cats. You speak so soft and <laughs> nice, and you know very smooth, smooth. You yes. know, and that that was different. That was a totally opposite side of Turkish. Turkish is so strong. Like in the morning, you're in the street, you're walking, someone comes up to you and say, "Hey, how you doing, man? Good morning." You know, you feel like it's like uh, this guy's you know mean business. Intense. If you don't understand, maybe very intense. You, you, yeah, you are ready for a fight or something. But this guy's you know just. <laughs> With that right. energy, with that, you know, passion is telling you, hey, good morning. How you doing, brother? You know, it, it sounds totally different in comparison to Farsi, which is very smooth and, you know, um, uh, I would say softer. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, 
you know, when we start getting into more of the uh, cultures and Dalek and uh, you, you could see that, you know, so many cultures, it's so respectable. You know, it, it's so, so amazing that we, we have all these people on Earth mm-hmm. and all these different languages and all these different cultures and, and everybody's able to live on the Earth mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. with all these differences. Yeah. You know, so it, it's kind of like right now, like uh, what America is going through. I'm, we're, we're going through a time of divide. I feel like we're going into a time of divide because of politics, unfortunately. And, and I feel like uh, with COVID right now, it's even deeper. I, I feel like people are paying more attention to politics more than ever, than they ever have. Even the young yeah. generation is into politics, but they're in it for the wrong reason. They're, they're looking to uh, take sides. Everybody wants to take a side. You're either blue, you're red, right? Yeah. And to me... I feel like everybody's respectable. I respect everybody. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I don't have to be a Democrat or Republican. To, yeah. to, I mean, I can respect everybody's opinion. I can respect everybody's differences. And I, why do you think uh, uh, people are feeling like they can't forgive or they can't understand difference? Uh, to be honest, this kind of resonates with me because if, if you look up what happened in Iran, 40 years ago, uh, we, we had kings almost forever, you know, for thousands of years, there was a kingdom, you know, and it was a republic back in the king time, as far as I know it. And, and there is another problem. You might, you know, check what I'm saying, fact check it, and you find different things in a history. And that's because they changed the history altogether 40 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Like the history that my parents taught me the history that i heard from uh or you know older people elderlies let's say in iran was day and night difference from the history that i read in the school wow you know like my parents were telling me how king was this gentle guy nice guy you know all of that good stuff and in the school you study that and that's portrayed as a villain you know, and everybody wow. hates this guy and everybody was, and you go to street again, you talk to people, you get a different vibe. They, they miss it. So they how, do, how it. do you, how does that portray like with, how does that uh, come together? Yeah. So 40 years ago, I don't want to go through the whole thing, but I want to give you a, give you an idea of what causes me to think this way. I am respecting every single human being on earth. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care where you're coming from. I love you. Deeply, I love you and I respect you. But I can't say the same thing about ideas. That's the tricky part. Because right. you can respect me as a person. Let's say my idea, my belief is I have, you, I have to slap you in the face. And that's a good thing. That's my idea. If you respect that idea, you're going to get a slap. Right. If you respect more, you're going to get more <laughs> slap. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. My idea right. is different. Like respecting me as a person is totally different than respecting what I believe in. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a huge difference. And long story short, back 40 years ago, this guy Khomeini showed up and uh, he was, let's not assume what, what was his intention. I don't care about that part. Based on what I see 
in the history, what I heard from our parents, this guy shows up and promises a lot of free stuff. And another thing is he's portraying, he's making a villain out of King, first of all, and says all these corporate that kiss King's hand and bow to King and this elite of rich people uh, are getting richer and richer. And we have a lot of poor in this country and this is not fair. And this guy started talking about uh, free healthcare, free housing, um, uh, free uh, gas, free electricity, free water, because we had gas in Iran. Wow. And he was saying, why in the world this king... That's a lot to offer. Yeah, this king, why in the world this king has this much money, this many palaces and castles, and you guys still have poor in this country? And people kind of bought into it, you know, like they fall for that thing. And that, that sounds right. It, it makes sense. If this guy sells one of these castles, we can have 2,000 house. You know, on the paper, that works. So people rallied behind this guy. And at first they were protesting. And then they start pulling down the statues and burning stores and looting and all of that. And at some point, people got a hold of, gan uh, got a hold of guns. They, they reached out to military bases and uh, police stations and they got guns. And they got out of the street, and that was it. Pretty much, people had power. People had gun. Either they had to over. kill and you know die, or the king could and he say, bleed, didn't he? Yeah, and King yeah. said, you know what? That doesn't worth it. I don't want to kill right. people. And so, where did he go? I believe he flee to U.S. first, and then from there he moved to Egypt. Oh, Egypt. Yeah. And, okay, but his son lives in. Yeah, right? his son is still in is in Los US. Angeles. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and again, I'm not. I'm, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't know as much as I, I should about history of Iran, but these are the stuff that I gathered and learned from my parents. And then, and then Khomeini showed up and he said, uh, you know, first thing first, uh, get the guns back. We don't need guns. We got what we needed done. And people brought guns back to government and stuff like that. And then he said, we're going to have freedom of speech. All the ideas, all the leader leaders of different thoughts if you're marxist if you're communist if you're a christian if you're whatever you are it doesn't matter we have freedom of speech you guys can come forward and uh, go ahead and bring your ideas and make this beautiful utopia together this beautiful country together and then we're going to share the wealth and everything and everybody will be happy and then the ideas showed up and it started voicing themselves and then Khomeini said oh wait a second some of these stuff that you guys are saying are offensive. And oh, uh, this is where this yeah, okay. yeah, this, this, this is a part that it got, you know, tricky. And he said, these, these are offensive. We are Islamic country. You are free to say whatever you want to as long as it fits the Islam rules and the, the Sharia law that we are implementing in this country. You are free to say whatever you want to as long as it's in this frame. Mm -hmm. And some people didn't like it. And at that point in history, you see thousands got killed. Like, wow. Yeah, they executed them, persecuted them. A lot of them ran away out of Iran. And it was then that King said, I made a mistake. I should have stayed and, uh, you know, jailed those rioters and looters and put them in jail and stuff. Because if I were doing that, there would be way less harm than what happened, right. you know? And then since then, that's the case. And since then, it's a downhill, you know? So I, said, I say all of that because um, 
to get to this point. I don't believe in saints. I don't believe in superheroes, to be honest. I don't believe there is that there's an angel. Uh, I don't know some people. If your hero is uh, Donald Trump or Joe Biden or a human, uh, you have another thing coming. You yeah. Know? yeah. You need an idea. Yeah. Uh, because everybody has a specific agenda. Yeah. The humans do. Yeah. We, we can't help it. Yeah. You, you can't tell me that you don't have an agenda in your life. And yeah. I can't say that I, I don't because yeah. we do. Exactly. And, and some, unfortunately, are good and some are bad. Yeah. But this is the kicker. Some are good because we think it's good. Mm-hmm. And some are bad, but people see it as good too. So yeah. we're both wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now. We see Biden. We see the, Demo- the Democrats. And mm-hmm. for all of you that are Democrats, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You're an American. At the yeah. end of the day, we live together in, in the same country. Yeah. We fighting for the same people, right? Yeah. We're Our families, we're an American culture. Mm-hmm. If you're a, you're a Republican, that's great too. Yeah. Because that's the beauty of being American. Yeah. And for me, I have this great pride. Uh, I mean, when I was younger... You know, my my plan was to to be uh, to go in the military and then be a police officer. That was my that was my my dream. Obviously, I had asthma real bad, and they just I tried to get into the Marine Corps. I I got I I got there, passed everything, but then they were like, "We can't give you a waiver because you're you're asthmatic. You can't get in." I see. So, uh, you know, I was really bummed out, and then I kind of just went on to being a leader. I got into leadership, and that's where mm. I'm at now. But along the way, I did uh, some other things, right? And I, I uh, firefighter, land, uh, wildland firefighter, different things. That were, uh, I got to experience some really cool things and meet a lot of great people. But my point is right now, I feel like people, um, you know, when, when you're talking about the Iranian culture and you're talking about the, the coup, right? And you're talking about yeah. the takeover and you're yeah, talking yeah. about Islam um, and, and the way in the Islamic state and how things were um, and he, how how he said, you know, listen, you guys can do whatever you want, but it's got to fall in these guidelines. Yeah. And see right now in America, one thing that really caught my attention, I don't know about you guys, but one thing that caught my attention was that we banned TikTok. That's a really big red flag to me. Yeah. I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel about that. That's a huge red flag because that's censorship. In a way. I mean, they're they're basically, we can call excuse or or reason is because the data for TikTok is stored in China, um, right? In China. That's right. that's that's what it. they say. If that's the case, I can see that, you know, that being an issue, but to be honest, I can't, you know, comment much on that because I don't have TikTok. Right, right. And Me neither. I, I don't know much about it, you know, <laughs> right? As far as I heard it here and there. And that's another thing. I say I heard this uh Another thing is, uh, right now I see a lot of people are angry at each other. I mean, this, if they're uh, more uh, right-leaning uh, Republicans or conservatives, everybody, not everybody, a lot of people I see put a label on them. They're dumb, they're stupid, they're into conspiracy. And if you're on the left, you're corrupt, you're, you, know, you're, you have bad intentions. I don't believe that's the case. The, 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 most, the, the majority of people are... Uh, they have goodness in them. They have. Uh, they want to do good. They want to do. Uh, they, they don't have bad intentions. I'm not saying all of them. A majority right. of them. Yeah. They don't want to blow up things. They don't want to. I don't know. They don't want. They're not dumb. They're not stupid. They're yeah. not corrupt. You know. But but I think the main problem is 
right now they you know everybody make a decision based on the information that they have you know you have a sets of information and based on that you make a decision there's no way around it you know like you have to know something and based on that make a decision the problem is right now either um, cable media or social media both of them put people in the bubble like like if you check few things on youtube that are more right-leaning i noticed they feed you with all oh, the yes. right-leaning they stuff blow you, know? you up yeah. exactly like you get all of these stuff you know um uh and if you like you know listen to left-leaning uh commentators you get bombarded with this uh so it kind different, of yeah, it kind different. of tilts you exactly. It, uh, pushes you there. Yeah, it, it's kind of like you know because they want to kind of because they want to keep you. something, and then it, it kind of just says go. Yeah, here's everything about the left or the right. Yeah, like back when Google started, when I was searching for something, I would get everything. I would get different opinions, like what what do you call it science? What do you call it uh, sci-fi? What do you call it pseudoscience? All of it will pop up in the main screen. Right. But right now, it's like if you look for certain things, they're like, okay, this guy is that kind of guy. We want to keep him in our platform. Yes. So let's feed him with exactly. the stuff that he likes. And then you notice like, and, and you wake up in the morning, you're like, okay, let me check the news. You open the Facebook, you open Twitter, uh, Twitter, and you watch your feed, your, your news or whatever you have in there. And you're like, oh my God, these... Uh, and everything, for example, everything you get is left-leaning. You're like, oh my God, these right, you know, the right is so dumb. That's because, and, and you go to work and you assume everybody is watching the same thing that you watched this morning, but it's totally different. Like the guy next to you is maybe right-leaning, have, you know, uh, conservative thought, and he's watching the, his news feed on the same day, same time this morning, and he see totally different angle. You know, isn't that and they come that's, to work? That's technology for you, man. Yeah, yeah, that and, is crazy. And you know, like it's and and this is this is um, I would say the main reason that this ha is happening this way is um, businesses like Facebook, like YouTube. At the end of the day, they want to count money. They want to you know cash out and get some money out of it. That's that's that, that's the whole point. They're not there I think there that's for, where we're at right now yeah. in general with the world. Yeah, I mean everybody's like that. You know, yeah. they they want to they want to monetize something. They want to make money out of out of it. Especially companies like I'm saying Facebook, Google, Twitter because they're public, you know, they have public shares and their shareholders are important, their board is important. At the end of the day, if we do this, are we going to gain more money or less money? So imagine if they pick a side they're gonna they're gonna lose half of people so they just you created know? all lanes exactly you know? they, they, now right now basically when you log into facebook as i see it you log into like you log into facebook i log into facebook we are logging into two different facebook altogether. that's interesting i and, i never thought about it like that yeah wow. and when you when you like on youtube for example uh for me i noticed this after um, so I was subscribing to CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News back then. And you can see they have their, you know, in the back of their mind, they have their agendas, you know. And also I was subscribed to news outside of U.S., like um, BBC and some Persian news. And I was looking at different angles. And I, would, I, I could tell YouTube is confused. 
Like he was putting him, you know, like I was watching the Fox and then right after Fox is like, do you want to watch more Fox or, you know, do you want, you want me to give you some CNN or, you know, it was, it was confusing for, for the algorithm, I would say. And I, and right now, if you go through it, you see everything. And, um, but, but, but that's not the case for most people, you know, they, it's, it's, they just need to lean toward right a little bit or left and rest and the rest of it is a sliding. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then social media will take care of the rest. You know, slide you down, you know, conservative, or slide you down of, or just uh, open it up. You know, liberal. Open yeah. it up and let you make your own decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually being right now, like you just said, you really mm. opened my mind, uh, and that made a lot of sense what you said. Mm. But we're really being controlled. Yeah, it's I mean, all about control. Exactly, and 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 again, you are getting information, and based on that, you make decisions. But don't you think the the government's involved in this? I mean, you can be a conspiracy theorist for yeah. a second. <laughs> I mean, right? a, a, anybody can be involved in this. I mean, I, to be honest, I, I, I don't know who is involved. I don't know who I, is the hand behind right. any of, I mean, there are different moves. The moves are sometimes against each other. So there are two different groups probably or more that put ads out there, put, you know, these stuff out there, uh, you know, but, but I'm saying this is something that I've noticed. And when you keep watching and continue this path, what I recommend, to be honest, what I recommend is once in a while, with, with try your best, try your best. I'm not saying that's possible. I'm not sure if that is even possible. Try your best to be open mind and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to forget a lot of things that I learned from my <laughs> Facebook after, you know, months of just mm-hmm. getting fed up with certain information and go ahead and try, you know, the other side. That kind of helps sometimes. It does. You see their point of view. You're like, okay, this guy's angry because this guy said this and that offended him. I, I can see his point, you know. I can see why you're angry. But this is this is the thing. So when you when you just watch one side, you go to work and you see the guy next to you is totally off base. You know, he's not even there. Like you're like, oh my God, didn't you log into Facebook this morning and see what's happening? And he's like, Yes, I did. You didn't watch, you know, like they have two different roles and one will, will put a sticker on the other guy that you're dumb, you're stupid because you're believing these stuff. And the other guy is like, you're corrupt because you believe in that stuff. But in reality, they just got information and they're making the right decision based, off the, based on the information. So what's the problem here? I would say information. And as you said, controlling that because, and, and you can't do anything about it, I guess. Maybe you can't do anything. About uh, it. We're at a point where it- Right now, we're, we're in a dangerous territory because yeah. right now you have rioters that are, that are popping up all over the U.S. Yeah. And, and then you have Black Lives Matter, right? And nothing wrong with Black Lives Matter. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think they deserve uh, better, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. you see how the, the cops and, and that, that whole thing, it gets really messy. Yeah. When you start bringing that up, with, with uh, the police brutality and stuff, it gets messy because there's a lot of history there and there's a lot of tension. But then you pop up and you see uh, Antifa, right? Is that what it's yeah. called? Um, you're, you're seeing all these rioters and 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 I feel like when they look, open their phone, just like you said, they see that information, it makes them more upset. Yeah. And sometimes what's happening as well is that they're opening it up. They are actually seeing what's happening with the right yeah. After they've been fed the left, let's yeah. just say, and they kind of get, they dabble in it. And, and what happens is that the apps will pick and choose the bad things yeah. from the Republican side, let's just say, and throw it over. 
Yeah, it's exactly. like throwing dog like right your dog. You keep throwing them like meat and stuff. Exactly. Right, and then you hold it back for a while, and then you do it some more, and it just it makes people angry. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, let's say there's a protest somewhere, and uh, some people in this protest are breaking and burning some stuff, and that is cut on video. And in another corner of the same protest, someone is handing out flowers to people. Just imagine. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm not saying that's out there. Just imagine. When you search that protest, Facebook, YouTube, social media will put the video of the fire for some people and put the flower for some others. Yeah. And that's, I, that's why you see it. there's a huge difference. You're like, Weird. oh my God, these, these guys are... There's so many angles. And then this guy says, what are you talking about? They're just yeah. handing out flowers, you know, hand over fist. What are you How talking about? How dare you And the other guy's like, that. are you serious? They yeah. just burned that corner, you know? But they are seeing two different... Two different, two different angles, angles yeah. of the same thing that is happening. Yeah. And to be honest, I, I, I thought about it a lot. Like during the, during the process that I w- was becoming a citizen here in the U.S., I had to study some uh, civics, some you know, history and all of that to you know, pass a test to become a citizen. And I'm a proud How citizen. How was that? Anyway. It, it, was, it was exciting, man. It was, it was uh, wow. exciting to become a citizen. But learning through that, and I was talking about this stuff at work, and I noticed a lot of Americans, a lot of... Uh, uh, basically, my colleagues that they were born and raised in USA, they didn't know a lot of that. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this is so interesting, guys. Like, I didn't know this happened in history. And they're like, me neither. I didn't know that either. That's new, news to me, you know? Uh, and I was like, okay, it's, it's, not, it's not that po- – I mean, history is not that popular. It's, for a lot of people, it's boring. But I can see similarities. And when I compare my country, my ex-country, let's say Iran, to here – uh, what keeps that country, uh, what, what keeps this country in this state and that country in this state it is, a downhill, crazy, terrible country. Like If you look up any picture from 60s, 70s Iran, you're going to see this beautiful, awesome environment. Like people had jobs, uh, women working in um, different, uh, you know, as engineers, as pilots. It was just inclusive it was a lot of you know a lot of uh, wealth people the middle middle uh middle range of the income for people were enough to you know have vacations you know go to different countries they could go to different countries with their passport but now after 40 years it's just downhill and i look at that what everyone has been through and where is it at right now and then i look at u.s history and what this country has achieved has been true like World War II, not one, two of them, back to back. And then recession, depression, all of that. You look at all of that and it comes out, this is strong. I was so confused in the beginning. What, what is it? What is the you know, secret sauce here? And when I was studying for citizenship, I think I found out what is the secret sauce and that's the Constitution. To be honest, that's, to me, that's the most fascinating thing that I've ever seen. I mean, there might be better ideas out there. I want to see them. I want to test them on a you know small group of people, but I don't want to replace <laughs> this thing. You know, not the Constitution. Man. Yeah, it's, it's I don't one want of those. To touch it. I don't want yeah, to touch this thing. You know, Bill of Rights, Constitution, right? We're able to bear arms. We're yeah. able to be free. We're able to have freedom of speech, which is kind of being tested right now. Yeah, it's kind of being tested. But freedom of speech is important. You you know you have the right to just be you. Yeah, and, and you're able to pursue 
happiness, which is, which can be many things. Yeah. It can be a talk show. It yeah. could be a podcast. It could be own, open your own business. Yeah. So that's the beauty of it, right? Yeah. And when you go into a place like, when, when you go to like Iran, you got to be careful. Yeah, there's because, no freedom. Because what was it? There was a, a, the, the wrestler. Unfortunately, man. It was yeah, they just executed that guy. It's, he, it's crazy, he was a man. part of a riot, right? It wasn't a riot even. So our peaceful protest. Yeah, it was a okay. protest. This right. one really was but, a protest. But one of the guards got killed, right? Yeah, but th- who knows, man? Yeah. Like this, this whole thing happened. This is just an example. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what, what was the scenario, and then tell you what if we had parts of constitution, and uh, you know, you, you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. So last fall in Iran. People were upset about the price of the gas. And this has been a crazy thing. It's supposed to be free. You know, for 40 years, they've promised that. And the price of it was crazy cheap in the beginning. Then it raised and more and more, you know, they added the, they add up to the price. And uh, last fall, I think it was last fall or maybe the year before that. Anyway, one or two years ago, this protest has started. And it was in all all different cities. It wasn't just in Tehran or you know a location. Everywhere people were upset. Already they were struggling with their you know day to day live livelihood, the expenses, and the fact that there were not enough job, not nothing. You know the income is not enough definitely. And uh, people were upset, and then they increased the price of gas significantly, and people got in the street. Okay. And they got in the street and they started protesting. And this grew quickly, and this is what happened. Government shut down the internet, and then in a week span, they killed 1,500 people. Wow. Was this during the floods? Um, yes, and I think floods happened right after this or right okay. around that time. Yeah, okay. But, but the crazy part to me is you can, you can search and find videos online that police officers shooting people with a sniper from rooftop. Think about it. That's just crazy. It's like a war zone. Like they, they are shooting people with a sniper from rooftops. And then after that, they, they put a lot of people in jail and they killed 1,500, yeah. including a lot of minors, a lot of people less than 17 years old. And uh, then after that, those that were in jail, they, you know, they, they look around, they, if they, they don't have any family, nobody's looking for them, they're e- easy target, they can get rid of them. And, uh, just like that. Yeah, just like that, the, man. The, the it's government, crazy. There, there's no, there, there's, there's no uh, uh, boundaries there. They can grab anybody they want to. Yeah. And, and if you look at this whole thing, as an, uh, for me, to me, uh, the spectrum of bad policing, bad government, and good government is way longer and bigger than a person that grew up in the U.S. I know in the U.S. they had a bad history, you know. Uh, there are some ugly parts in the history of U.S. But in general, when I look at what I was going through in Iran, like everybody for no reason is scared of police. For no reason, everybody. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what color you are or where you're from or how do you look like. There's a police officer coming this way. And they can find something on you, you know. <laughs> it's not really like police, though. Police, if you see, it, if you look at the definition, which I don't. 
uh, in Iran. But it's more no, no, just in general. Police are no. There. I was talking about Iran, by the way. To to clear that up, I'm not saying here that's the case. No, no, I know. In but Iran. what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying is though, what you were saying, they they call them police, but police is more. Uh, they're patrolling, right? Yeah. They're, they're looking out. They're, they're exactly. They have different groups. Wrong, yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. over there, it's more of a military style, yeah, right? Exactly. And, I kind of simplified it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and they'll keep you in check, just like you're supposed to be wearing the cover. You know, the women. Yeah. Right. They they, they look for things. Yeah, yeah. Like they they care if you have cover on your head or not. If you're a girl, you don't have cover. You're in trouble. It's not like please do this or please do that. You're gonna get detained. You know. Even if you're with a female and you're not married, right? Is yeah. That another if, one? Yes, that's another thing. Like when me and my wife were dating, we were like, it's like uh, you feel like you're watching uh, uh, one of these uh, action movies. Like we were running behind each other in the streets. Oh my God, there's, there's crowd here. Let's, you know, we can get in the crowd. It's fine. Let's sit in the restaurant, look around. It was it was crazy. It's totally different than right. what you what you see here. And I mean, we were free as long as. We were in a frame. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We had freedom as long as we are not offending or touching Stay in the, box. the limitations Stay in the of box. that box. Yeah, exactly. In that box, we had freedom. Exactly. But think about it. People don't have the right to speak against gas price, you know, in Iran. That's that's first so constitution. For, for, for the guy, I don't know his name, but for him, he was just a part of a peaceful protest. Yes. And, and they, they executed him. Yes, he was. He was. And, and I seen that the president reached out via Twitter and said, hey, you know, and, and I think that's what was the fatal mistake there, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. uh, if people don't know, and some, a lot of you do, America and Iran don't have the best, they don't have the, the best relationship, right? And, and for me, I, I, I think that just the fact that Donald Trump reached out via Twitter to, to ask them. It yeah, that was interesting more to More worse for, for the guy. I mean, if you think about it, because they're like, oh, we're really going, we're really yeah. going to execute now. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I, I, that's an ignorance. I mean, sometimes, uh, I, I, see, I see your point. Sometimes uh, those moves are good and helpful. They're like, okay, oopsie, the whole world is looking at us. Let's hold off on this. And sometimes, as you said, it might make things worse. You know, they're like, okay, is it, we were thinking, but now that you say it, definitely, let's do it. Well, the, I don't think that was sanctions. the case here, but, right. you know. The, well, think about the American put the sanctions on Iran right now. It's tough over there. It is. It is. You know, they're, it's like they're trying to squeeze the life yeah. right out of the government. Yeah. They're trying to, but it's actually affecting the people. Yeah. And this is crazy. I was talking to my friend just last week on the same subject. I was talking to him on different stuff, and he was, I'm not making this up. He is, uh, like a lot of Iranians in Iran, are struggling with, you know, income and right. all of that. Um, and um, he was saying, I hope Trump get reelected. Because wow. that is putting a lot of pressure on this government. We can see it. They're falling apart. There's not much. I mean, there's nothing else. I mean, you can squeeze something. There is a... There is a limit. You cannot squeeze a piece of plastic. You know, you can squeeze it to an extent. You can't go beyond a certain extent. That's that's the that's the pressure that is on people's people in Iran. You know, they put under a lot of pressure, and they're at a point they're like, okay, dude, there's nothing left. We just hope this government fell apart and something good come out of it. And I think that's what that's the case where they're trying to do. That's the intent. 
Oh, I mean, that's you know, a hope for Iran, at least. Uh, but the unfortunate thing is that uh, China backs them and Russia backs them. And you got to be careful. With I that. believe. I'm not sure. I, I well, believe that's sure the case. Russia is, yeah. is very close to Iran with the export. Yeah, that's interesting that you as an American know more about this <laughs> stuff than me. You know, but, I read too much. That's yeah, my problem. Yeah. I read too dang much. And we, when me and you talk all the time, right? When me and you talk. Like you'll you'll test you'll ask me about a subject. I'm like, yeah, so and so, right? And you're like, yeah. I, I for some reason with the, I don't have a lot of time, but yeah, when yeah. I do get time, it's like let's <laughs> yeah. talk about it, right? Yeah, it's yeah. so interesting. It's like it um, is uh, right now. Uh, another thing that uh, uh, I I really didn't follow up on, but I I seen it a few weeks ago or a couple months ago mm-hmm. was uh, Lebanon. Lebanon, that explosion. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. What was the... I think that... They said it was a terrorist at the beginning. They said it could have been. Yeah, but I think they haven't even found out right now. I I know there was some chemical explosion like UAN or something like that. That's kind of fishy, right? But you you don't know. I mean, that's... um, And that's another thing. Like, if you are in that area, even if it was an accident, a lot of people like, like... no, yeah. there was something behind it. You know, like There's you never know. Conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because 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 the environment, because the you so know nature of that environment, forever. stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah. But 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 back to that protest. Think about it. If we had, we obviously in this picture that I portray for you, what happened in Iran, the country got internet got shut down in country to make sure. So they're it, able to shut down. Yeah, they easily the can internet. shut down internet. Yeah. And that does that mean that when you go on your phone and let's say you have service, it, there's no internet. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Or on the home computer. Never. Nowhere. Uh, I yeah. just want to kind of paint yeah, that yeah, picture yeah. for the you people. You can't even, you, some, in some cases, you can't even call. Wow. I've tried phone call. You can't call in from outside of Iran. That's, that's, that's just scary, man. Yeah, next level stuff. Yeah. But, but think about it. Um, they block internet. They kill a lot of people, put a lot in jail. And you, then after that, you see some leaked videos and photos, some numbers, you know, some people looking for their kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but think about it. We don't have, obviously, First Amendment in Iran. But if people had gun, this wouldn't happen. True. This wouldn't happen. Like, the government couldn't say, okay, you know what, we're going to get in the street and we, we're going to kill them. Because they have to assess. They're like, okay, what's the risk-benefit here? You know, like... We want to go crazy on price of a gas, but people, I know people will get upset. And if they get out with the guns, you have to, you know, there'll be a lot of casualties. So let's, let's, let's that's think the, about it. You know, let's beauty, talk about yeah. it. You know what I'm that's saying? That's the beauty of an, in America. That's, yeah. that's the checks and balances. Yeah. Did you know that? That's the checks and balances that the government doesn't get too powerful because yeah. the Americans are armed. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the, the law, it's written in a way, it is as of now, based on what I see. And this is not perfect. Obviously, it's not perfect. But this is the best I've found. I haven't found anything better than this. Right. I mean, maybe there is. Maybe I haven't seen it. Please let us know in, in a comment or whatever. Hey, look up this system or that system. I would love to look into it. But this is the best I've seen. This is kind of like a corruption as corruption proof as it gets because think about it even if i don't believe in saints i don't believe in superheroes i don't believe in superhuman i don't believe there's a guy out there that you give him all the power authority and money and he will just make perfect pure good decisions for everybody i just don't believe that guy exists you know maybe i'm wrong i don't know but if you if you if you even assume that guy exists can you promise me there will be 10 generations after that guy 
replace him with the same nature and attitude. You can't do that. No. At some no. point, if you even assume and believe yeah. there is this heavenly guy that we give him all the power for the government and everybody will live happily ever after. You know, they, they balance out the money thing. Everybody's well, that's happy. That's why you have multiple tiers yeah. of government. If, if yeah. you even believe that, can you guarantee we're going to have 10 of these guys in a row back to back with all this power? Because this guy will go away at some point. He'll die or retire or something. And someone has to replace it. You know, can you guarantee that that guy is not going to be corrupt? And I mean, with all that, all just, that power, just look at the history. Yeah, look, you know, look, look, look at Donald, look, yeah, look at George. What happened in uh, Iran? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so look at uh, uh, George Bush. You can look at Bill Clinton. You can look at Barack. Everybody. Uh, they they had a, a agenda to get out there and and run the most powerful country in the world, mm. but they had their own too. And as humans, we have our own agenda. And like I was saying at the beginning, yeah. it's never like you just said. It's never going to be perfect. Yeah, but that's why we have different levels of government like you were saying it is kind of like, it is neat it is awesome yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that puts everybody in check corrupt proof in a way because you have so many different levels to everything yeah you yeah know? i mean i get it things move slowly in this case you know it, that's one of the one of the i would say costs to this system like okay we want to make a reform we want to make a change has to go through the house has to go through the senate and then bipartisan or whatever has to get enough vote, go to the president. You know, in some cases, and even if it passes, they can appeal it. Yeah, they can. Yeah. All of that, I get it. It's a slow. It's if it's something terrible, you want to change it. It takes time. But trust me, living in Iran, living in a downhill for forty years in Iran, experiencing that firsthand, what can happen to an amazing country? What can happen to it if? The power is not in check. I would say worth it. It's worth the wait. And I think on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, we yeah. appreciate you guys. And thank you for listening and tuning in. Yeah. Um, please uh, let us know what you think. Leave comments, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll talk yes. to you guys again. We'll see you guys. Yeah. Bye. bye.